In today's episode of The Alex Spicer Show, I'm back from vacation, so brain is not all quite there. But we do talk about a couple of things I think you'll enjoy. First is that, you know, vacations are important, but you got to have a balance between your responsibilities and rejuvenation and making it meaningful, as well as the scripture of the week is in Ecclesiastes. Nothing new under, under the sun and how it reveals just how just how arrogant we are in thinking that we have uh, all these new innovative solutions to to uh, these problems, when really the answer is very simple and there all along. That and more. Listen up. Here it comes. The Alex Spicer Show. You're listening to The Alex Spicer Show, where we like to focus on God, family, freedom, and religion, and discuss the true principles that ensure our happiness and our success in light of current and historical events. Welcome back to the Alex Spicer Show. So, Rob, you were just... <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. You were just reading that thing from Babylon V. Can, can you read that again? I just I thought it was pretty funny. So, this goes along the lines of, you know, the truckers who are protesting being forced to get a vaccination for COVID, which doesn't really work in Canada, uh, in Canada and then protesting. But what does the Babylon V say? Uh, says Trudeau demands truckers get vaccinated like he did so they don't catch COVID like he did. <laughs> Listen, I have COVID right now, and trust me, you don't want this, said Trudeau in his classic Trudeau girly voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And what was that meme again that you sent? Oh. <clears throat> it says, they're never going to be able to find him. He's a master disguise. <laughs> it's all these pictures of Trudeau dressing up like something else unquote, someone else appropriating other Appro- people's cultures. Oh, oh yeah appropriating right is that supposed to be like a british colonel in world war Two or hitler i don't think it's supposed to be hitler i don't know <clears throat> let's say a british colonel of world war Two, something like that construction native american someone who's black someone who's from india arabic. arab arabic yeah cowboy yeah superman <laughs> appropriating Holmes. superman yeah, superman. yeah. he just lo- <laughs> he is a master in disguise he's a wicked person <laughs> he's the worst <clears throat> really is okay so i just got back from vacation just went to disney world and had a lot of fun it was really nice just being able to be with my wife and saying oh what do you want to go do and we can just mosey our way over here and there, do what we want, not feel rushed, not feel like we're trying to get on every ride because you know we have a ton of kids and we're trying to maximize the the different rides we take them on because when you have so many kids, you only have so 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 little time. And I think there are definitely ways we could do it better, but it was just really nice to be very carefree and very uh relieved from a lot of the responsibilities and pressures we normally have okay. and that's kind of the topic of of this week and that is treating yourself right like making sure that your vacation it really means rejuvenation you know for your life rather than being an escape from your life why do you like i just I, treated myself to four gummy gummy snacks <laughs> <laughs> so you just gave your 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 palate a vacation that's from right. healthy food with, with... right didn't have to bring any kids wipe any butts 
<laughs> I don't know why your palate is doing any of that. <laughs> That's kind of gross. <laughs> You're never babysitting my kids anymore. <laughs> he wiped my butt with his tongue. Yeah, gross. <laughs> no, but here's the thing, right? If we don't take time to to treat ourselves and take care of ourselves, right, in different ways, it doesn't have to be a theme park. It doesn't have to be... Um, uh, going somewhere elaborate and, or, or foreign, it literally could be camping, right? It could be yeah. taking a day off to, to just read, to stay at home and chill. But if we don't do these vacations yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. we will find ourselves kind of so lost in the trenches of work and, and life that those things cease to drive enough meaning for us, right? There's a purpose behind what we're doing, but once that purpose is not fulfilling, right? Because we haven't unyoked ourselves, mm-hmm. then we become miserable. But also you can't just vacation all the time because vacation then loses its meaning. But also here's the thing. Some people go on vacation to escape from their life. And if you do so, then vacations will cease to be fulfilling because you can't escape your life. You know, your life is your life. It's You're living it. You can't escape your life. So if your vacation is meant to escape your life, then vacations will will very very quickly you'll discover they don't actually rejuvenate you. They don't even they don't even feel fulfilling to you because in the end, if you're trying to escape your life, uh, for, you don't want to return to your life. And also, while you're on on your vacation, you're you're still in, stuck in your life, right? You haven't escaped it at all. And so they're like people who run are running away from something or what do you Yeah, p- people who go or oh too like, many vacations. Like, no, like well there's two, there's two different two different groups of people, right? There's people who go to escape their lives and those who vacation so much that you know they they, they don't have enough balance, they aren't working enough. So that, so therefore yeah, yeah. them vacationing all the time is is just kind of like a it's it's just a waste. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like uh, many of us, you know, we we don't appreciate, we don't find fulfillment and, and meaning and purpose and uh, activities in our own personal lives that, that, that help us build our characters, give us purpose. That if you go on your, on your vacation because you're like, I'm just so sick of everything, I don't like my life, right? You, you really dislike you know, how your life is. Going on vacation is not going to relieve you from that because it has not resolved those problems. Vacations mm-hmm. are meant to rejuvenate, meaning... Basically, refuel your cells. Allow yourself to be unyoked. But if life is what you're trying to unyoke yourself from, you can't unyoke yourself from life. Does that make sense? Yeah, because your problems will still be there. Yeah, your problems are... Because the problems are all in your head. They're all still there, right? I, that's funny. I had a... When I went to Thailand with... Uh, when I went to Thailand with Kurt, my roommate, and brother brother-in-law sister-in-law we all went as a group and uh we were it was a long trip it was like almost two weeks holy crap and uh we were so sick of each other and ready to get back except for <laughs> kurt kurt was the one who was like oh man like i don't even want to go back like i just want to stay in thailand and i thought that was so weird and then i asked him about it and it turns out that he had just either quit his job or lost his job previous to going to thailand and was struggling to replace it with another one that he was 
and he had just graduated, so, and he didn't know what he was going to do with his life, so he wanted to keep vacation. Oh, so he was kind of stuck in vaca- in uh, escapism, where he just he didn't want to kind of return mm-hmm. yeah. and actually try to re- solve things. Yeah, so he wanted to stay, even though we were there for forever. <laughs> <laughs> and, and ultimately, right, if he did stay, right, if he pulled like a... Uh, I, I say like an Uncle Wade, where Uncle Wade and, and Uncle Wade kind of just stayed in Asia when, when uh, our father and... And uh, he you know, went out and explored New Zealand, Australia. Uh-huh. Eventually, they split, and he went to Asia. He went he to Papua New Guinea. Yeah, except for his his is a little bit different because he he ended up creating a business and everything out there. But some people they try to escape, you know, they get stuck in escapism. Mm-hmm. But that's the same situation, right? You're just trying to escape your life, and ultimately, it's these chains, these bonds of responsibility. You know, th- these weights on our shoulder, on our shoulders, excuse me, those give us meaning, those give us purpose. Mm-hmm. Those actually bring us happiness. I-, I find it funny when people, they don't want to have kids because oh, like, I, they, they love being able to do the things they want to do, right? Mm-hmm. And something I always tell people who don't have kids or are thinking about it or they just think it's crazy, I say, yes, kids are a lot of work. Sure, maybe you'll get more wrinkles. Get over yourself, but like, like yeah, it, I see some. <laughs> Shut up. Uh-huh. Uh, but as hard as kids are, there's nothing more rewarding. I think people always focus so much on the oh, it's so much work, so much oh, like oh, I don't want to have to like put you know put that much effort into it. And it's like you don't realize just how much joy and re- and reward there is from doing that. What's more rewarding, your wife or your kids? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. They both bring me, they're both great sources of joy to me. Well played. (laughs) (laughs) And the lie detector test determined that was a lie. (laughs) And, uh, right. If you look down the hall, right behind Rob, a light turns on. It's my wife holding a knife and she snatches Rob and pulls him away. (laughs) We never hear from him him again. (laughs) Um, don't give them what they want. (laughs) So, Look for ways to rejuvenate yourself. I think past, well, we, we live in a time where we have so much uh, prosperity. Right? We have yeah. the advantage of living in the nation that we live in, in the time period we live in, that exploring the world and doing lots of different things, you know, like taking time off is far more cost effective and easy to do. But also we have, we have enabled ourselves to make it acceptable to do those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at, you know, our, our dad and, and, and other you know, predecessors like our grandpa and grandma, they didn't really take time off for themselves to do these things. They would scrimp and save and work and work and work. Hmm. But they didn't, you know, they wouldn't take a, a lot of time off. Or they, they really actually never took any time off now that I think about it. Especially like Grandpa Bob, he, he never, he, oh, like, he legit basically did nothing. I mean, they, they took some small trips and, you know, they, they sometimes would visit family, but they would just work themselves to the bone. Hmm. And I feel like, you know, we've learned that there's, there's, it is important for us to take time away. That way, that way work is not so, um, uh, sorry, worrisome. And, 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 I'm distracting you. You gotta stop. You gotta but I'm stop. listening. I'm about ready to take a hammer to your fingers. <laughs> anyways so i appreciate that that we live in a time where 
we put a little more emphasis into that. But we must also remember to retain our responsibilities because those give us purpose and meaning. In fact, if you think about Jordan Peterson, that's the only reason why he's gotten anywhere is because, and he even admitted it, he is selling to people responsibility and work. <laughs> that that really yeah. appeals to people, which is really weird, but mm-hmm. that does because why? Well, they're miserable because they don't have those things. Yeah, They're taught not to have those things. Mm-hmm. That that you know, life is is not fulfilling if you if you live a life with yeah. with with a purposeful exertion. Yeah, it's like what we talked about last time with my Norwegian friend and, and the people, his uh, family members who kind of had it all set for them in Norway, and they never progressed. They never. Uh, I don't know. It's like you need, I guess, harder times. To be more fulfilled, yeah. To get yourself out of whatever hole you you feel you're in, I don't know. Well, I think that's tough. You, you know, <laughs> you know the movie Walter Mitty. I actually really like that movie. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who really never took any vacations, didn't take any time off, and he finally did. And he found he he developed himself. Right. Mm-hmm. He 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 grew. His character grew. Now, the expectation should not be you're going to go on vacation and you're going to come back and be like, you know what? You know, after this job, like, I'm going to live like my my own path. That's not necessary and that shouldn't be what happens every time you go on vacation. But imagine how much, how different he he would have been if he had, you know, gone and done some of those courageous things, done done some some of those things that were bold and daring and exciting. He, he, you know, he probably could have kept his job all these years before, you know, because in the movie they're kind of laying everyone off. Mm-hmm. But he probably could have enjoyed his life a lot more, and actually grown in character and not been so easily bullied when those new bosses came around, right? Because, I mean, really, vacations really do help you to reset and to actually allow your character to unchain itself from unhealthy things that you chain yourself down into. For example, um, while on vacation. So we, we spent two days at the parks and then our last day, our our last day was really the day we're flying out, but our flight didn't leave till six. So we went to the ocean okay. and it was nice walking along the beach and the waves splashing against, against our feet. And the best part though, was when I finally, we sat down and then while we're sitting down, I decided to lay back and lay down and just truly relax and, and, and let the, and soak in the sun and I, and I realized that my mind, despite everything we've been doing, is still constantly mulling on all these different things that I'm attached to. Hmm. And I finally just let it go. Hmm. And I found that when I came back, I've been so much more chill around my kids. Usually I can get so easily annoyed with, with them being loud and, and, and just being them happy their, uh, their happy selves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's great. Let them be loud. Because I finally, I, I really let go i really disconnected for and it was only like five minutes i was doing that you know i'm gone for all these days you know a couple of days and and it was that moment i went when i was like okay well we do have to get to the airport now i realized wow that was like really good laying down there so you mm-hmm. you laid there for how long five minutes it was like how he said? yeah yeah i just it was, it was like five minutes but i realized as i was laying there i i had the realization that i wasn't quite dis- disconnecting my brain from everything I'm a part of back home. Mm. And I did. Mm-hmm. And I just went, oh, these waves sound great. This this sun feels fantastic. 
And then when we did that, after we got up, I actually felt really renewed. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, this is so great. Like, oh. There's like someone smoking a, a doobie, like downwind of And then I realized you. that was of you. I was that man smoking that doobie. <laughs> yeah. I was that corn pop. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I, I encourage people to, to take the time to rejuvenate themselves because we need balance and we need focus. And if you're constantly focused at things, eventually end up with strain. Yeah. Now, the scripture of the week. da Scripture of the week. It is, <laughs> <laughs> it is Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 9. Now, I'm going to read to you the uh, King James version of the Bible uh, of this verse, and then I'll read you the New International Version because it's a bit easier to understand. It says... The thing that hath been, it is that which shall be. And that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Or in other words, what has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. I share that verse because the focus on the last part there is nothing new under the sun and it's talking about you know things that have been done will be done again things we've thought of will will be tried again something that we are that we do today is we we show how arrogant we are because we're so caught up in being like oh i guess probably the easiest example of this is socialism's not really been tried the right way or communism or you know either one mm-hmm. well if we try it this way it's gonna work you know, nothing, there's nothing new under the sun. Like, like people have tried it. People have tried to apply these principles of evil. Mm-hmm. And just because we, we live in a new age where there's newer technology, people are the same. Yeah. Human behavior has not transcended, has not changed. Mm-hmm. What transcends human behavior, what causes human behavior or human beings to transcend uh, some of these more uh, carnal tendencies that lead us to uh, destruction are biblical principles. Things that teach us to put off what we call put off the natural man, this this side of us, which is so... It, it's so easy to be animal-like. It's mm-hmm. harder to be civil. It's so easy to let my kids throw food at the table, stand up, yap, you know, yap around, and, and just make a mess and, and not really eat their food and, and act kind of like a, like a, like a slob. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to be like, chew with your mouth closed, please sit down. Uh, use your fork, <laughs> wipe your hands. Oh, if you make a mess, clean it up, right? Focus on, on eating. It's really hard to civilize people. Hmm. There is nothing new under the sun. We are so arrogant because people believe just because age, you know, with each new age, there are new challenges, but ultimately challenges are not new. They're the same. They just may come by a different name. Right, we have the challenge of of poverty, or or the challenge of um, of warring conflicts between nations. Okay. Ultimately, human beings we have the same behaviors, and we are not so uh, we're not as wise as we think we are. Every time we try to do it new, right? We're trying to like think of it the brand new way, right? Like, oh, how do I approach this? This has never been considered. Right. 
we really just end up reinventing the wheel, but we don't think we have. We 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 give ourselves a badge of honor and be like, oh, look at me, look at this idea, isn't it fantastic? And it doesn't it doesn't actually work. I think something the founding fathers did, which was amazing, is that they didn't say, oh, like you know the the all the stuff that that we have before us is brand new we have to find new ways of doing it they literally took existing things that had been tried in the past took the best of them that they could find put them together but most importantly they looked to the past to all the other pre-existing civilizations and governments politics and human behaviors and said okay here's the common pitfalls of human beings when it comes to government mm-hmm. when it comes to tyranny Mm-hmm. here's how we then gear our, our, our government to prepare against that, right? They didn't pretend like human beings were suddenly going to be better than they were. And also they recognized the, the religious side of things, which was they also knew, okay, this government is not going to work worth crap unless people themselves are going to exercise self-control, exercise uh you know a civic virtue of their own free accord yeah and so they, they knew the people had to be of the right of the right uh um morality morality yes yeah. to get there hmm. in fact before before america was even formed the founding fathers were like i don't know if we should even try to become independent the people act too much like the british where they want the government to decide things for them mm-hmm. like that was literally a consideration they said so, that their manners were too english uh, and, and then and then they saw tea. people really shift to where they're like, no, we can take care of ourselves. We can, you know, we can be free and independent. And that's when they realized the people are ready. We can do this. Do you side tangent? How did the, is? Do you think that's how they lost their accent? They're like, cheerio, governor, and then they're like, <laughs> no, it's governor. Yeah. Well, actually, what <laughs> See, really? Well, it's probably what happened was at the time they all had a really awful teeth and really bad uh <laughs> um breath <laughs> no bad breath definitely but like their what was the word accents were awful you know mm-hmm. they, they sound like hey governor hey what are you doing hey i love me a bit of apple you know, right? <laughs> sound yeah. like that and then they started reading their bibles more and coming together and they started realizing we sound kind of dumb talking like this. And right. so they started talking more like an American. Yeah. And they said, well, maybe we should brush our teeth. <laughs> started brushing teeth. <laughs> and that's when the British said, we can't, if you brush your teeth, you may not be a part of this empire. That's right. That's what started. That's that's actually what started revolution. it all. That's why, the, that's why the Americans threw the tea into the ocean. They said, we don't want no yellow teeth. You're know, like, your teeth are awful. <laughs> it's all the tea you drink. They threw it into the ocean. <laughs> Yep, that's uh, that's actually how it happened. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you totally sidetracked me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the British Americans were well, acting too British. Well, it, well, let me just ask you about. There's nothing new under the sun. In what ways do you see people try to, you know, come up with something brand new they think uh, is going to solve all these problems, you know, so that so they try to come up with a new. You know, government program or new uh, system or, or idea. Do you see that happening? Oh, all the time. Yeah. In what ways? Uh, like you in putting in a new system, new quote unquote system that's already been tried and whatnot. Um, like 
I, well, at least this is what I heard. I haven't even looked into this, but it was like, oh, global cooling, the world's going to end. More government power, we'll, we'll s- fix it. Global warming, we need more government power, we're going to fix it. Climate change, we need g- more government power, and we're going to fix it. And it's just like, clearly, government power doesn't doesn't change the climate. <laughs> so <laughs> That's actually a very good point. And the fact that, um, what they believe is that oh we have a new a new thing before us climate changes it's mm-hmm. like yes that's been a, like I remember before climate change became too large a thing I mean global warming was always a thing growing up and this was always a thing but it yeah. was never this mainstream mm-hmm. I remember learning very clearly from my science textbooks in elementary school and middle school how climates changed yeah like that was a common thing it was like oh this one area used to have you know, no, like, like it used to be very warm and stuff. Vikings settled in, in Canada and they had vineyards. They were so warm and nice there. And then suddenly the climate change. Now Canada was freezing cold and icy. There's no way you can grow grapes there like, like they used to, right? Like oh. climates change. Like, like That's not new. And neither is human behavior of finding some sort of reason to give them more power to mm-hmm. solve some sort of existential problem. Which is which is impossible to be fixed by the government. You know it, it, that really is a very common thing that happens all the time. Which is, hey, the government can can find a way to solve these problems, which are so vast. Such as, we will solve poverty. How? We'll throw money at it. That you, you know, like we've we spent we have spent trillions of dollars at this war on poverty, mm-hmm. and is literally has not gotten any better right like human beings didn't change if you really want them to change what does ezra taft benson say he says you know the world would take man out of poverty Mm. but god would take the poverty out of the man who will then take himself out of poverty oh yeah right that really the solutions are always there the the wrong solutions these new machinations these new ideas like oh we can do this, right? right more government yeah. power, climate change, or more government power, uh, uh, poverty, or, or you know, like all yeah. these other things. It's like we have a new way of dealing it, or 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 just give me so, uh, some more of your money or some more of your rights. We'll solve the pandemic. When really those those wrong those those false solutions will always exist, and they 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 will always circulate around the same result, which is loss of rights, growth of, of government tyranny. And then the solutions will always exist. God has always given us a solution, which is the gospel, which is these eternal principles mm-hmm. that I think we forget that principles actually, they imply that there are positive and negative consequences. You know, if, if, we, if we live the principles properly, then we have positive consequences such as human beings changing, right? Mm-hmm. If we, for example, if you exert yourself and you work, you believe that it is your responsibility to take care of yourself and not someone else's. If you believe that, you, know, you actually believe that and you live by that principle, the principle of responsibility. And also you believe that you will account to God and even your fellow man to some degree about how you have strived to fulfill your responsibility to yourself and society to take care of yourself. Okay. Kind you will never be a, a person in poverty. Hmm. You will not. 
Like, like you, you will always work your, your work your way out of it, no matter how hard it is. You're always gonna strive to to take care of things that are yours, right? I mean, maybe you'll never get rich, but you will. You want you're uh, not gonna need the government doll. Oh, okay. Hmm. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just thinking of you lost some thought there. You lost yeah. Canada. What do you I've mean? Seen Trudeau and just the chaos there. It's crazy. Actually, something really interesting about Canada. Mm-hmm. I saw this actually the, the other day. You know Lauren Southern. Mm-hmm. She did a video on YouTube not that long ago. You you probably heard about. Oh, all these children had died and or whatever, oh, and they mass, were buried and stuff burials, and yeah. mass burials, and they were trying to hide it. And as a result, people got mad and burned down a lot of these churches. Mm-hmm. There has not yet been a single child's body produced from this supposed mass burial. That's... So maybe they're there, but thing is, no, like there's no evidence mm-hmm. that they were actually buried like that nor hidden. Interesting. And also, there's a lot of evidence suggesting that the amount of people they say died is triple counted. Hmm. At least double counted, possibly triple counted. You know, it, it's just it's just really interesting. <laughs> you never let a good crisis go to waste. Yeah. Who knew that we would know anything about Canada? <laughs> well, sorry, it made me think about this thing. That is, people blind themselves mm-hmm. to corrupt people in power, right? People who manipulate you through like, oh, these mass burials, right? And it, where they will maybe even fake it. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not. I don't know. But mm-hmm. things are starting to be very fishy there. People will trick themselves in saying, oh, well, yes, historically, like people will manipulate and do this stuff in the past, but these people won't. I trust them. I'm going to believe them. And they lull themselves into false sense of security mm-hmm. and allow themselves to be deceived and to be used. And in the end, who wins? The individual or the corrupt person at the top? Right, yeah. Corrupt. And I find that very interesting that as Americans, we typically tend to lean towards because of the way our funding fathers were they, and they taught us to think. We tend to lean towards... Believing that there's that people are cyclical and that uh, we shouldn't just say, oh, ignore that. Like, oh, that's not what this is leading to. I believe they're pure and they're virtuous. We, we're always very skeptical, right? Mm-hmm. We could always be like, mm, uh, I think. Yeah. Because as I've been like, I know going back to Winston Churchill, I've been reading a lot of his books. Uh, it's really interesting to see the British go, oh, Hitler. No, I mean, he's not. He's not a tyrant. He's not going to do those things. Like, I mean, he's so cool. He's so genuine. Don't upset him. He's, he's popular, right? And then he does these things. And the only one really saying, these are the exact patterns of a tyrant. You should be very skeptical of anything he says or did, does. Mm-hmm. He's the only one saying that. Everyone else has just been like, uh, no, it's Hitler. Oh, he took over Austria. Look, mm-hmm. the people wanted it. Look, I, 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 for example... 
they 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 faked the news reels that people got the got to witness, and they made it look like the Austrians were cheering and excited, like yeah, Hitler's taking over our country, uh, we want him. Sneaky. Well, they, and what they didn't see is people are being murdered, and and their government was supplanted because huh. they they fed you know fake news there uh, to to the world. Right. As Americans, we, you know, we would probably go. That seems a little bit suspicious that. Someone just walks into your country and people are like, "Yeah, we want you, right?" Like, like yeah. I feel like typically we'd go, "That's a little bit, ske- you know, I'm a little bit skeptical about that." Yeah. But all these leaders and and it sounds like a lot of the people themselves in Europe are like, "Look, Dad, they wanted it, but like, yeah. like what should we like stop Hitler from doing what they wanted him?" <laughs> that's that's what Trudeau did. <laughs> Sorry, took over he, what? No, no, no. Well, he said the oh, seals. Well, because all, so all the trucks, all the truckers are going to the capital um, in protest, Mother and trucker. and uh, he calls them a fringe minority. And then there's you just see tons and tons and tons of footage of people along the side of the road cheering them on with the flag, huge crowds singing their anthem, and and tons and tons of trucks. But then. They're making it like illegal to be on the side of the road and cheer now, and uh, putting up barricades and blocking this, and and he and he calls it a fringe minority, and except for everywhere he goes, everyone's like saying "f you Trudeau" and things like that. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, kind of manipulation there too through through the laws and of what it, what they're doing, and it's disgusting. It also makes me think of Kamala Harris how she had those kids. Uh, when she was doing some, I don't know. I don't know why she was talking to them about space or whatever. It was, but then they were oh, all yeah. actors or something. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's like no one. I wish her. Kamala Harris was an act- actress. Then it would be less stupid when she talked. <laughs> we're gonna keep doing what we do. That is what we do every day. <laughs> she, she pretty much is an actress. I guess because she hated, Biden but no one, no one wrote any good it. lines yeah. for her. Yeah. Like, can can you can you make it up on the spot? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. every uh. day. Yeah, <clears throat> oh, that's a good point though. Okay, so heck yeah, <laughs> behind this all, people are gonna retry the same thing over and over under a different name. Uh huh. Right. Nothing. There is nothing new. Ex- oh, expect right. expect to yeah. see these cyclical <laughs> uh, patterns. I was like, what does this have to do with a vacation? <laughs> I see, and, yeah. And look to God's wisdom, look to the wisdom of, of understanding history, mm-hmm. the past, and godly principles to know nothing's new. Mm-hmm. What is there is going to ex- exist to be there. The wrong way of doing things, the, the traps set for people, the right way of doing things, the things that elevate human beings. Mm-hmm. And we can choose one or the other, but it's not new, right? It, 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 but it's always there. Game time. So, game of We're the week. We're going to play a game. <clears throat> We're going to play a game. Um, game that I recommend everyone play is Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. Ugh, I hate that game. What? <laughs> Why do you hate so it now? It's so stressful. I never liked it. What? Yeah. I thought you liked it. No, we played it at a reunion once. And it's just so stressful. Oh, you haven't played I thought you played it with us recently. I know. Oh, okay, so. it's just we've had these double dates, and every time people come over, they want to play it. We play it together. Double it's a lot of fun. dates. Yep. I know how that is. Hey, we're going to <laughs> Disney World. 
do you and your wife want to come? <laughs> Sorry, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you Double and Kurt want to come? <laughs> Kurt is, oh my gosh. <laughs> hey. Kurt's you, you my guys, roommate. And he's an amazing guy. I love Kurt. Well, why don't you take him on a date? Then? We'll invite him and not you next time. Uh, that sounds <laughs> right. <laughs> but Taco Cat Go Cheese Pizza, it's a really fun card game. So basically, it's kind of like war where everyone has, is holding their cards face down. You flip it, flip over. Not at the same time, but you are flipping over. You don't know what's going to be next. I guess it's similar to Egyptian Rat Killer because mm-hmm. you're slapping down when you see certain cards yeah. and they all have to chant taco, cat, goat, cheese, pizza. Mm-hmm. And if it lands on like taco, when you say taco, you got to slap down. The last one to slap takes the cards. The first one to get rid of their cards wins. And there's a lot of fun cards in there like Narwhal, Gorilla, Groundhog. Um, is there yeah. another one? I. Either way, because you have to do like funny hand gestures when it happens and slap down and mm-hmm. remember to take off your rings if you have any rings in your fingers because it can hurt like crazy. Yeah. Boy, that makes me want pizza right now. <laughs> Goat cheese pizza? They they should have a real food version where you slap down. <laughs> pizza, it would be very messy. Yeah. And a cat. <laughs> 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 Um, <laughs> so you say cat, there is this TikTok video I saw where it shows like this, like a uh, coyote kind of in mid bound. And mm-hmm. then this like pheasant and raccoon, other, other things mm-hmm. where they clearly look dead and not moving. And then it's just like, I bet this guy shows up and goes, I bet you thought them, uh, them, uh, animals were alive. Didn't you? Nope. They're dead. You should try so-and-so taxidermy that's what i do uh-huh. <laughs> it was so good <laughs> oh, was that like chuck testa or something yeah it wasn't chuck maybe uh, nope chuck testa and he he does taxidermy yeah it was like a it viral was chuck youtube testa. yeah so is he like is it is it fake or is he no, i think actual, it's real it's um, hilarious it viral so he just made more it's hilarious nope chuck testa <laughs> <laughs> Nope, they're dead. Get <laughs> <laughs> Chuck's chest taxidermy. Uh-huh. So good. <laughs> um, as for books and movies, I really haven't watched any new movies between now and last time. And I'm still doing a big deep dive on Winston Churchill. Mm-hmm. I've listened to two other books about his life because I, had, uh, I was waiting to... Uh, I ran out of time on my... Uh, library rental for the audiobook for Winston Churchill's the second volume of three about his life. So I started yeah. listening to other other authors alternatives. They've been pretty good. Now I've got the other one back and I'm listening to more of Churchill and I'm in the juicy part where Hitler is now fighting and Britain finally decided they're going to war. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy though. Cause I like Neville Chamberlain, he's the prime minister before um Winston Churchill, and I just want to wring his neck. Like, he is so ridiculous. He is so bent on peace. He's like, oh, we will have peace as long as I can pay an, a high enough cost that it will satiate Hitler. They kept trying to be like, okay, well, we'll give you some of this country's region and all this other stuff. Just don't do anything more. Hmm. And they would do all these sort of things and be like, oh, is he going to come to peace terms? Is he going to stop being aggressive? Oh, you won't? Don't do anything. If you do, we'll, 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 we're gonna we're gonna go to arms against you. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did that thing. Okay, are we gonna go to arms? No, no, no. 
We don't, we don't want conflict. We need peace. Well, let's keep talking to him. Say, we mean it this time. We'll only give you these other territories or, or let you do this a little bit longer. But if you don't stop, we'll go, we'll fight you. Like he just hmm. literally was so convinced, as the author said, the author says that he was just constantly convinced that there would, there's some price high enough that uh, they could bribe Hitler with that he would be willing to stop his aggressive behavior. <laughs> Doesn't that just sound retarded? Yeah. It, it, it's like trying to convince a fat person who is completely, like, who has a major addiction mm-hmm. to, to, to fast food. Like, if I just get them enough fast food, they will not want more fast food. Right. Right? It, it's just... I, don't, I just want to spring his neck. Like, Stop it! And they, they, they wouldn't arm themselves. He wouldn't put any budget. In fact, he took budget away from the country arming themselves because they saw Hitler. They knew this whole time Hitler was arming themselves. And he would just ignore it. He wouldn't want to present it to Parliament. You just, just ignore those re- those reports. Churchill had his own sources uh, better than the government sources about what Hitler was doing. And then he talked about it in Parliament and he was oh, always right. He, that. It's just fascinating, though. I like. I just want to slap him, and he reminds me so much of Obama. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh yeah, Obama would be like, Yuck. "Oh, we can appease these uh, these terrorists. Give them some money. Let's trade our, some of our leaders you know, for some of their uh, terrorist leaders that we have captured at Guantanamo for, you know, for some of our traitor, for one traitor uh, military personnel." Who's an actual traitor? Oh, uh, things that like that, right? That. Or it's like, oh, we'll give the Iranians um, a nuclear power. So what uh, he's saying? No, they they don't mean it that they're going to try to kill everyone with it. Right. Right. It's like yeah, I had a roommate it, who was and, like, but Biden's doing the same thing. Now. But Biden <laughs> Biden is giving them nuclear power again. It's all the same stupid thing. It's like, I think there's a bit more behind that. But either way, Biden was still, or sorry, Obama was still the sort of guy who was like. We can just, you know, bribe people into into stopping being evil, stopping them from being evil. Even though we're in a position of so much power and strength, we could literally say, knock it off or we're going to knock you into tomorrow. Britain was, in the very beginning, Britain had that power. Britain was the world superpower and could have said, knock it off, uh, Hitler, or we're going to knock you into tomorrow. They said they didn't, mm-hmm. and they didn't keep their they didn't try to keep their military personnel up uh, you know uh up to code meaning innovate their their ships their their military weapons they didn't try any of that really and hitler did hitler invented far better war airplanes and tanks and guns everything superior oh yeah i watched a thing on that it's just it's just fascinating Ugh. so yeah so not really a new book i'm still reading the last line uh, on the second volume, near the end of it, in the juicy part, World War II is really kicking off. Winston Churchill is not yet prime minister, but he is um, minister of war. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really crazy, though, because... Minister of magic? <laughs> minister of magic. Fudge. Fudge. <laughs> Cornelius Fudge. Well, what's interesting is... Winston Churchill was made prime minister after people were just like... What the heck, Neville? We are now screwed. Step down. You And how they work is he has to step down. He chooses to step down. And they have to choose someone who's already in the government 
from their own party to replace him. Mm-hmm. Well, Churchill just so happened to be in his same party, even though they hated him and he was the only one really speaking the truth. Everyone really, <clears throat> they started to trust him, Winston a lot more because they're like, he was right this whole time. But the funny thing is, uh, while things were happening, he was actually not elected and was no longer in the government, which means he couldn't, so he's like he couldn't be made Trump. prime minister no matter what. But then last second, uh, Chamberlain says, we'll make you a war minister. Mm-hmm. You make you in charge of our war efforts against uh, Hitler. Even though it's too late, right? And they're trying to fight him. So that Wait, little that little Chamberlain miracle. Chamberlain decided to go to war against Finally. Him but it was a little too late. It was like, hey, well, we're going to defend Yugoslavia if you do that. And then Yugoslavia gets taken over and they don't defend Yugoslavia. It's like, you are making... It's kind of like today when Biden abandons all of our all of our allies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like you are literally making Britain look like a sham. Like who can trust you anymore? Yeah. Same with Poland. They like wouldn't help the Poles until it was really just too late. And they're like, finally, we're gonna fight. And it was really Hitler had the advantage. And also they had other advantages to stop him. They still didn't this whole time. Mm-hmm. They would, but either way, they, once they decided that, they were like, okay. Churchill should be in charge of that. So last second, Churchill gets brought into the government. I think, you know, I think God's hand works in everything. Mm. I think that was very uh, providential, the hand of providence, right? Plucking Churchill from being not in the government at all Mm -hmm. to putting him into the government. Now he is legally capable of being assigned to become the new prime minister. And that's exactly what happened, right? If If he was not in there, they couldn't have been like, all right, we'll make Churchill the new prime minister. It would not have been possible. I mean, he all he was, he was just at home writing all these books because he made all of his money through writing, mm-hmm. working really hard trying to write these books because he was always bad at his money management. And then he gets put into the government, and then lo and behold, he becomes prime huh. minister and saves Britain from the brink of destruction. It's just fascinating. I didn't know that. that. I had cool. no idea. Because, like, I'm listening to it. 1939 is getting near, it's nearing the end of 1939. I'm like, my gosh, he's not in the government. How does he end up in the government? Like, mm-hmm. how did, how does he become prime minister in May of 1940? And then, like, oh, want to be war minister? You, you would take care of this. And then <laughs> now I'm starting to see the pieces come together. So it's Man, I need to take a vacation and watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Darkest Tower. I actually think they, maybe, there's probably other movies out there I haven't seen, but I need to explore them to see if they kind of cover more of his life darkest hour is really really good Mm. but oh man you could you could make a really good movie just watching the build-up of how neville is screwing everything up and churchill being like ah and then taking over yeah because that would build your sense of frustration because you don't quite understand in that movie darkest hour Mm -hmm. just how much real frustration there is from all the other politicians and the British people. Frustrated and even at Neville. At Neville. And even bottom. Churchill's <laughs> frustration at him for putting themselves in this predicament. So it's kind of like Biden like it, <laughs> and the American people. I guess the other politicians don't care too much. but Yeah, I mean, they're in his pocket. Can't stand <clears throat> it. It is fascinating. Um, but even Churchill in his younger years, mm-hmm. before 1900, he was in the Boer War. You know, Britain against these uh, the Afrikaans, oh. <laughs> Afri- uh, Afrikaans oh. in in South Africa. 
he he was a well he was a war hero but he also was a reporter eventually down there and got captured and escaped it's Whoa. very very cool sort of story and i've and i've listened to it a couple different ways through his biography but now there's a book that i'm listening to that's just about churchill and his escape at the boer war hmm. and it's it's really cool to hear this much detail because they're putting a lot more context to it and uh, and who's capturing him and and also who the Boers were right. Kind of cool. It's actually pretty cool. Um, kind of makes you think like there's all these people who have cool stories and amazing things they did, but no one really cares about them unless you're someone epic. <laughs> so <laughs> moral of the story is be epic. Be epic. <laughs> yeah. That's the plan. I I am epic. Run for I just gotta I just gotta get people to know that I'm epic. Yeah. <laughs> that was not a very convincing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you run with that, buddy. <laughs> you you have my vote. <laughs> you have my sword. <laughs> my axe. <laughs> my bow. <laughs> I'm out of order. <laughs> They're just throwing weapons at him. <laughs> Bormer throws a shield on him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, nerd moment. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So that's those are the thoughts, scripture, and game, and I guess book, book of the week. I guess if I want, if I'll share this. the The book about the Boer War and Winston Churchill that I've been listening to. That is called "Hero of the Empire." Huh. It is by. Candace Millard. Huh. A woman wrote it, so I don't... Oh, jeez. Oh. Is she British, too? <laughs> probably. Yeah. She geez. probably has rotten teeth, <laughs> drinks her tea with her pinky up. Oh, pinky up. Yep. Chews on really dry, crunchy toast. Wipes her butt with a bidet. Ew. <laughs> nope. Nope, not going there. <laughs> I can't help but say governor every other sentence. You bruv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if this was a British guy, it'd be all the exact same description. <laughs> My lady. Yeah. <clears throat> Mary Poppins. Thank you so much for listening to the Alex Spicer Show. If you like this, uh, like it, if that's possible, on your platform. But typically, subscribe. subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Share this with other people. And leave a review on whether it's... Uh, I'm drawing Spotify, a blank. Spotify, Apple iTunes, yeah, Apple iTunes. Oh yeah, iTunes, yeah, <laughs> podcasts, the Apple Podcasts. I'm still app. coming back from vacation. For those of you mm-hmm. who don't know, I just drove back 12 hours from California to get back here. Mm-hmm. So I'm quite exhausted, and my brain's a little bit not quite you need engaged. A vacation from your vacation. I need a vacation from my vacation, which is called work. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, live free until next time. We we will see you next week.